Coat of Popularity Podcast. All right then, and welcome guys to special recording for the Cult of Popularity Podcast uh, based around our trip to Melbs. Yeah, and the week that well, the week that was the week that, that was did include our trip to Melbourne. Yeah, well, yes, that's a probably better way to put it because it wasn't all in Melbourne, was it? No, no, it wasn't. Uh, but obviously, yeah, you know, you're on the cult of popularity. I'm Trent, and I'm Josh, and uh, we're going to discuss what we what we did on our trip or our week this week. That's right. It's meant to be a superstar lined up week. Did go a little bit, I guess, pear shaped. Meant to start off with a regurgitator concert or gig. Correct. And on the Sunday night? On the Sunday night. And we were to uh, fly out on Monday to Melbourne, get in Tuesday, go watch Metallica and Slipknot at uh, Marvel Stadiums. Then That's where things fell apart a little bit. That is where things fell apart. Then but all right, we'll get into it. It was slightly redeemed and recovered, but we'll get into that. Yeah, certainly. And uh, we were meant to also go watch Grinspoon, which sort of fell apart and then got put back together again. So, you know, they, they, they were good. There was good. There was bad. There was a little bit of ugly. You've got to have conflict in any story. That's right. But uh, what started off Sunday Arvo? Unibar in in Taz? Yeah. We'll kick things off by going and have some wings first. Did our little mini hot ones. Well, that's right. We did too. Oh, I was before, about that. That's right. We went out a couple of beers and uh, well, you had a, you tried to get a $5 shake. It didn't quite work out. No, it wasn't quite $5. <laughs> and it, it was, was a shake. It was a shake. It was... It was okay. I do remember when they asked, would you like thick or milkshake? And you did specify thick. Um, we're still quite milkshake. came out about as thick as Paris Hilton. Oh, wow. I mean, body-wise, because if it was mentally, then, yeah, that wouldn't have worked. No, she actually, apparently she's actually quite switched on. Oh, really? Yeah, no, apparently she does very well, like business-wise and everything else. Uh, maybe I'm being a little bit uh, harsh there. No, she actually, uh, yeah, apparently she does a lot better stand- than, than she gives herself credit for, really. Then I in the background. Stand, stand by my original statement. Yeah, good, good. So you went, no. to the, went to the Gurge? Well, I thought we were going to still talk about the wings. Ah, still talking about the wings. Yeah, the wings were good. Wings tried, were some, good. tried some hot sauces. That was it. Well, we, did, we got three different types. We got like just, was it just like a normal batch? Yeah, yeah they were, they were like a, I think they were like a, like a lemon salt sort of yeah. batch. Of just and crispy there was wings. The... It was a Japanese sticky, I'm guessing they were just honey soy sort of mm. wings. No, they, they were good. They were, they were the best. Good. They were they the were, bunch. Yeah. And then... Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo wings. Buffalo wings, which was probably our least favourite at first, but once you smash a bit of ranch on them bad boys... That was actually... They were quite good with a nice dosing of ranch sauce yeah. on top as well. You know, there was uh, some quite nice hot sauces there. There were some quite nice ones. Try and remember the name of that one in particular that was quite good. It wasn't super hot, but it had like a nice level of heat and was actually flavoursome as well. Always fine with hot sauces, you get that. There's always a compromise. It's either flavour... Or they just try and make your shit blood the next day. Yeah, blow your head off. But uh, it was it was it was a chili chili mojo. Yes, that was it. That was a very nice sauce, and the uh, the peach one as well. I can't remember what that one was called. Something peach, pick and peach, or pick and peach, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. I think we tried mixing them together at one point too. We did mix them together. Wasn't made too our, bad. Made our own super sauce. But yeah. So after that, we left and headed down to the uni bar, where we were just in time for the end of the fourth set. Ball set, that's right. Got to see um, dogs are the best people. Dogs are the best people. 
And then what was next? It was Shonen Knife. Shonen Knife was next. They were, actually, they were actually pretty good. They were pretty good. Like I, I didn't really, know much about them, but yeah, they were really good. Didn't hadn't heard much of the stuff, but they were quite good. And then, of course, the main event. The itself, main event of the evening was a uh, regurgitator, which was quite good. A lot of uh, throwbacks to their to their humble roots, I guess. Yeah, definitely. It was, um, they I, really engaged the crowd a lot as well, which was good. They do. I don't want to give away too much because obviously they're still they're the beginning of their tour, so. Anyone is planning on seeing them, I don't want to ruin it, but they did a nice segments in between. I guess they did like separate sets and they did segments in between where they did changes and like showed like little videos of kind of, I think it was like how Quan and Eli got together and came up with their idea of the sound that would become known as Regurgitator, which was pretty cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Sort of a little informative as well. Hmm. Again, we don't want to give away too much, but if you, uh, if Regurgitator are on their way to where you're living and you're thinking... 50-50 50-50 about whether you go, you definitely go. No. I've seen them a couple of times live now. Um, always put on a good show. Always great to see live. And then afterwards, afterwards, that's right, we're heading back out to uh, head home. And lo and behold, who do we see waiting outside? Quan. Quan. So we had, a, we had a nice little stop and chatted with him for a little bit. Did a bit of a chat with him. Which was cool. I gave him some uh, feedback on the fact that maybe a song that I really wanted to hear wasn't was it on the, on the set list? was on the set list. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. okay. He took your feedback pretty well. He did. He did. But no, good guy. No, he was, he was a really good guy. We would chat with him, told him we are going to put the photos up. He was all cool with that, which was nice. And then, yeah, I drove your drunk ass home. Yeah, no, I did. Had a good time. Two love and gurge. <laughs> good time. Yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Got home. Actually, that's right. I got home and fried up a whole bunch of food, didn't I? Yeah, you made up some, some what do you make, some chicken fingers? Oh, like some chicken fingers, chicken chicken chippies, I think chicken they were. Chicken chippies? Yeah, I just, yeah, had a good go at them. But then that would lead us into, well, didn't really do much on Monday, did we? Monday we didn't was quite uneventful. No, we, uh, we did jump in the studio for a bit, though. We did, messed around a bit there, got some more things ready. And then it was pretty, pretty uneventful flight, really. Yeah. Over to Melbourne and... Got over there a lot quicker than I thought we were going to. That's good, Guy did make good time. Yeah. Like everything was on point. He was flogging it the way there. We, had to, we did have to do the run to the plane, though, because we did push it a little bit late for getting on. Yeah. So we, they literally were doing last boarding as we rocked up at the airport and had to run. Luckily, it was only Hobart Airport, so you, when you say you have to run to get to a plane, you're only probably going about 500 metres. Yeah, it's not, not much of a sprint. But that was cool. We got on the plane, got over there, got to our hotel, made friends with the guy at reception. No, the guy at reception was cool. He was a nice dude. We asked so, him, it was a shame we didn't get to see so him what, again. We got in about... Midnight, probably. A bit oh, after midnight. We've been close about half past twelve, I reckon. You reckon, yeah. We had to wait for the the bus for ages to get there. That's true. And then, um, yeah, we asked him if there's anywhere we could go for maybe a cheeky beer before we called it a night. He said could probably try the Irish bar across the road, but unfortunately, they looked like they had just closed their doors, so which was sad. But but you know, we found went to Seven Eleven, got a Slurpee, got a Slurpee, got a Slurpee. <laughs> which is all right, you know, not bad for a dollar. Not bad for a dollar. Got some bottles of water as well. I uh, went back, went to bed. Yeah, that was it. That was it. It was a pretty uneventful day. Then Tuesday. Oh, actually, no. We watched infomercials. Oh, yeah. We did watch infomercials. We watched the infomercials. We watched a lot of infomercials. <laughs> <laughs> I do love watching a good infomercial. Oh, mate, trying to sell that. What was that that little barbecue grill thing? Yeah, a little barbecue grill smoker thing. grill thing. The bite now, and you get the lid with it as well. Lid worth 75 bucks. 75 bucks? I think it's like 70 bucks, 75 well, like, a lot okay, of money then. for a lead. Oh, no, just for a lead. Just for a lead. And then there was that bed that we were trying to like, we were trying to do prices right and see if you could guess how much it was, and they never told us how they much it was. 
That was really frustrating. Like, we watched that. We watched that go full circle. We're like, we are back at the beginning yep. of this infomercial. Some, some of that, you know, oh, I recognise this tree. We've passed this tree before for the business. <laughs> so it was, at, it was at that point we realised we were never going to find out the price unless we rang them, which yeah. no one was going to do. Then we ended up just calling it a night. Oh, we flicked over to another channel and there was some Red Dwarf and Archer. That's right, yeah. Just fell asleep watching Archer. Fell asleep watching Archer, which was good. Got up Tuesday morning... Went out for some breakfast. Breakfast, got some pancakes. Got some pancakes. I had bacon with my pancakes. Did. Making pancakes. Was... Making bacon pancakes. Take some bacon, put, put it, it in, in a pancake. pancake. I was uh, I was feeling extra indulgent. I was like, went on holidays. <laughs> Have it all. Have it all. Have it all. So I did that, and then we went for a bit of a wander. That's right. We stopped in at um, All Star Comics. Saw some very cool things there. Yeah, no, they had some good, good comic books. Going on there. And they were reasonably priced as well. For what they are, because a lot of them were, yeah, special issues. They were reasonable price. They weren't ridiculously expensive. Yeah, they didn't like go and put massive markup on them. You're still paying a good you're still paying a lot, don't get us wrong. They weren't dirt cheap. No. But they didn't have markup on them, which you can see at a lot of places. And from what I could understand from the people that were working there and stuff, though, I think it was very much like that's their passion. They wanted to be able to hmm. you know have people be able to access that sort of stuff without having to pay the huge price tag. It's true. And then in, in my adventures for looking around, I did almost stumble into their storage room because someone forgot to shut the door and I walked in there and I'm like, this isn't right. That is on I, them for not shutting the door though. It's true. Yeah, I'm wondering, I'm like, nah, this isn't, I don't think I'm meant to be in here. To which I told the bloke working there, he's like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to shut that right now. I should probably shut that door. So that was cool. I uh, found a fire, some Firefly books for you. Yeah, that's right, that was cool. So they actually continue on the story of Firefly for those broken-hearted people like myself. I think you are going to look into getting some of those at some point, aren't you? I am definitely going to look into getting those. And can it was cool. Like I think they had, there was two different ones there. One was like more of a continuation of stories from the series. And there was another one there which actually I think went back to the war which you see them in at the beginning of the first episode which led to where they are now. The first, first episode, or the first episode that was aired, that was aired incorrectly? Honestly, I actually don't know if they completely stuffed up that bad and didn't even air the first episode as the first episode, but shame on them for stuffing it up and ruining what could have been a great show. That was that was cool. The figurines were cool too. The figurines were very cool. Like they had the street sharks. They did have the street sharks. up on the Insta. They had, the, they had heaps of stuff. And they did, they had like... SNES games, N64 games. You said the, the SNES games look rather large, but like if you can look over... No, yeah. yeah. They are the... You just remember size. the car, because I had a Mega Drive and their cartridges were... Or a Master System 2, sorry. And their cartridges weren't anywhere near as big as that. No, the Master System 2 ones are a lot smaller. Mm. I've got a Mega Drive over there. I want to get a Mega Drive 2 as well, though. Uh, but it's a... You know, it was really cool. Uh, the figurines were cool. There was some stuff in there that I hadn't seen before and didn't know existed. Like, we all know about the... Well, I assume most people would know about the Looney Tunes cups that you used to get from the KFC. I don't know where you used to get those from. It's a good question. But I've got, I mean, I've got quite a few of them in my own personal collection. I think I've, I think I've nearly got the full set. I'm only missing like two. But there were other ones there as well. There were Lion King ones, and there were Gargoyles ones. Yeah, yeah, Gargoyles ones were cool. That's right. They were really niche because was like, yeah, Lion King was very popular. I'm not surprised they made those. But the Gargoyles ones, I was like, wow. Yeah, that was cool. Gargoyles was an action. That was actually a fantastic cartoon from the nineties. Yeah, it was, that was a solid storyline. It was a spin-off from Hunchback of Notre Dame, wasn't it? Negative. Are you sure about that? Because there was a talking gargoyles in Hunchback of Notre Dame and they were friends with Quasimodo. Nah. nah. No, I'm mixing, I'm mixing things together again. Totally. Right, one, cool. it's not seen in France. Maybe they migrated. 
Well, technically, yes, they did, but I'm pretty sure they migrated from Scotland to New York. Anyway, there were gargoyles in Hunchback Notre Dame as well. There were. But these were, they were completely different gargoyles, in a way. Yeah, true. But what did we say there? There was some other cool stuff. Oh, most of it. They, oh, the Beast Wars figures? They were cool. Yeah, that's right. They had Cheetah. That was cool. Yeah, they're nice. They some nice Transformers figurines in there. They love Transformers as well. Very, very cool. Then we left there and we went to, uh, we went on the, what seemed like an eternal mission <laughs> to find playtime at Crown. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah, went down to Crown Casino just trying to find the games arcade they had there. Far out. Talk about, like, no idea. We had, we had to stop and get a beer on the way just to like, keep ourselves going. That's true. We actually Keep did. our strength up. Yeah, we did. Got, um, you know, we stopped on a sports bar and watched uh, simultaneously some, uh, the American footballs and uh, some ice hockey at the same time. Definitely prefer ice hockey. Yeah, it's definitely much better. Um, I think the confusing thing about it was is we're looking for a place called Playtime, but the massive sign at the front says Kingpin. Yeah. I don't think it's called Playtime anymore. I think it's just been overtaken by Kingpin and it's all one thing And they've now. left all the old signs up saying Playtime. So we're looking for Playtime. Oh, there's Kingpin. They've got some stuff in there, but I don't think that's the place. That was the place. Was the place. And then we found... So we went there, we had a bit of, had a, bit of a game on the, yeah, on the arcade you, system. You won the full 400 tickets in Deal or No Deal. I did. Got we, down to the got down to the last two cases, mine and the other one, and it was 200 or 400. They offered me 300, and I was like, no, nah, yourself. no deal. Backed myself in, and boom, 400 tickets. Andrew would have been proud. <laughs> oh, Keefy. Oh, no, Keefy. He's got a new show coming out. Bradley does, tour, yeah. He's on tour, tour show thing. Yeah, he's, he's doing paying homage with his father, his grandfather. Oh, look, I'm not too sure. But I'll tell you why we can't say it. Yeah. Don't mind a bit of Keefe. He's a bit of a, I don't think it's a, bit of a loose cannon. I don't think it's coming down here. No, of course not. Bit sad. But yeah, we had a bit of fun there. Played some Guitar oh, cool. Hero. Realised that we are both really out of practice with Guitar oh, Hero. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Remember, used to be quite the uh, quite the machine at it. And yeah, no, I have not got that anymore. Nope. We are playing on medium and we're still struggling. Yeah, still struggling. And then, I think towards the end we just started to get our get uh, our groove get back, get our rhythm, and uh, and then it was all over, and we're like, yeah, okay, whatevs. Play Mario Kart. Yeah, the Mario Kart's cool. I do like that Mario Kart. Nice that they do rip you off with only two laps, though. They do rip you off with two laps. It's very it's usually three, isn't it? it is Normal Mario Kart is yeah. three. Yeah. What else do we play there? Giant Space Invaders. Yeah, that was cool. That was actually really cool. We got that was like, a lot of fun. Actually, like hold a gun and shoot this massive screens like a wall. That was cool. Even with all the tickets, we ended up with like 769 tickets. And it still wasn't very much to buy That's stuff right. with. Oh, and there was that machine that ripped me off. I thought I was going to get a Dragon Ball. Oh, and yeah. That machine, like, you had to, like, you know, drop the balls down and the little pusher would come out. And then like the push coin things. push sort of thing. Yeah, like a coin price. push, yeah. And I thought I'd get it and I was like, this ball was right on the edge. And I'm like, oh, I can get that Dragon Ball. It was a rip-off. You don't yeah. even get to... I, got, I pushed it off. I, I got it. And I was like, Yes. I'm going to take this Dragon Ball one. And no, you don't. You just, you just get extra tickets. So I was, uh, was quite dismayed and frustrated at that. It was, yeah, it was pretty lame. Bit of a letdown. But after that, we went. We left there and... Did an escape room. Did an escape room. Went to uh, Escape Hunt. Escape Hunt, that's right. Was the name of the, the place. And the guy there was very nice. Very very friendly sort of fella. He was, yeah. Gave us a bit of a rundown of what we ought to expect and what happened. and It was good of him because he did ask. It was our first escape room, we'll let you know. It and, was our uh, first time. Definitely, we'll definitely try another one again. Oh, for sure. And there's actually some down here, so we could even go do them and then talk about them on the show one time as well. Yeah, one time. One time. Bandcamp. <laughs> but yeah, no, certainly. Escape room was pretty cool. 
I think the, the big thing that we sort of struggled with is overthinking. Yeah, definitely. We like definitely tried to overanalyze certain little aspects of it. Which... Yeah, we both know a person that we couldn't take in there because she would overcook it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, that was good fun. I think, yeah, te- technically we, we didn't solve it in the hour. We didn't solve it in the hour, but because it was a pretty quiet old Tuesday and there wasn't anyone else coming in, the guy gave us an extra 20 minutes, and we yeah. smashed it out. We did. We did manage to solve it in the end, which was cool. Not within the time limit, but still, managed to get there. Once you get the momentum, I think you're fine. Once mm. you start getting like, things leading to other things, you're like, oh, I'm starting to get this. Yeah. And then you hit a wall, and you're like, shit. That's it. I think I think the big problem was, though, what we got through the first initial room, going to the second one, realized there were more clues to do, but... We kind of slowed down at that point as well, thinking that once we got that second door open, that was pretty much it. Yeah, but then there was a the, third the, room. Yeah, then there was a third room with a few more extra bits that we still had to do, which, uh, yeah, was, was our downfall. But we got there in the end, and that was a lot of a lot of fun. Yeah, no, no, that was cool, though. Definitely recommend doing an escape room uh, at some point if you haven't tried it. Definitely take group friends, although the more people you have, probably going to be the more people that are going to overcook it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if a larger group is... An advantage or not. Unless you sort of get to a point where there's two different things that you're both sort of working on and you just separate the groups. And That's like, true. You guys work on mm. this, we'll work on this and then come together in the middle. No, that's cool. And we sort of just wandered around as well. Just we did do a lot of wandering. Took in the sights. According to your, your smartwatch, we walked, what, 16Ks? Uh, yeah, I reckon we went about... And well, that was the whole course of the day, so I reckon well, it was like, yeah, about 16Ks. I reckon that we clocked up. Wandering around the city, looking at different things, trying to find other things to do. Didn't really find much, unfortunately. We got up to the, the markets, but they were closed. If we did get to the markets a little bit late. Which sort of sucked, but that's all right. Took in some great, some cool sites, like some of the great graffiti that's around. That's true. Like proper graffiti, not just people writing their name on walls and shit. Is it graffiti then, or is, it, is that is that when you would more call it street art? I just spilt my coffee, mate. Uh, when it's like murals and stuff, I would call it, yeah, street art, then more so than graffiti, even though it is a graffiti style. Mate, I've just stained your sheet with my coffee. It's alright, go in the wash. Or come out in the wash. It'll all come out in the wash, don't worry about that. Uh, just by the way, when I say I just stained his sheet, he does he... have a sheet across his couch protecting it. Just want to clarify, we're not in bed filming this recording. They don't know that. Record- they, well, they do now. They do I think now. They just need to clarify for them. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean he spilled his coffee on the sheet? What are they doing? I do have a sheet that covers my, uh, my couch. Not so much to protect the couch, but because the couch is hideous. We then went and found, or well, Trent had already found, uh, Garmi fried chicken and beer. Or yeah, it well, just Garmi chicken and beer. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd seen that when I was searching like fried chicken and wings and stuff before we went. And then the guy, the cool guy that we met at reception, which we had, wish we'd have actually got his name. Uh, mm. I called him Kevin. I don't think that's his name. No, but that is your go-to name for just about anyone. Just about anyone. Whose Ke- name? Kevin or, Kevin or Bevan. I do like Bevan a, a lot as well. <laughs> Yeah, he, he also suggested it. He said, you know, there's a chain of them. They're, they're really good. And they have, like, massive big barrels of beer. So we were like, well, sold. Yeah. Went to the first one that we found. <laughs> found out that apparently not all of the chains do the barrels of beer. That's correct. So... We politely left. I called the next nearest one and made sure that they do do the barrels of beer. And he was like, yeah, we do them. Come on around. I was like, cool. Wandered down, did all of our walking, nearly missed it. I only just caught it out of the corner yeah, of my eye. That was like, like I know, like I've seen places in Melbourne, like tucked away, you got to go like in somewhere and like, a, but this one was just like, well, it was like a roller door that was open on the street and then about a metre or so in, there was just a yellow door next to a staircase. 
Yeah. That, that, was, that, was, that it. was it. Yeah. And then you had to go downstairs and it was like an underground place. But yeah, like not, no signage out the front, nothing to indicate that it was there. One of the very... things I really love about Melbourne though is like all those little hidden, tucked away little secret gems. Mm. It does make it a lot more exciting when you go into places. So we went down there, uh, ordered up some, some fried chicken and some, uh, the thing they call on the menu, potato heaven. Yeah, which is quite nice. It was it's like it was a bit really of nice. mashed potato and mozzarella cheese, wedges over the top. And then like sweet chilli and sour mm. cream on top of that. It was quite it was good. Really good. And then we had the fried chicken, the boneless fried chicken combination of... Uh, thighs and breasts. Thighs sure. and breasts. And we discussed how thigh meat is a very underrated part of the chicken. It is. It's so much, so much more flavour in it. Oh, so good. And it's always a lot, it's a lot juicier as well, usually. Mm. It's got that bit of fat in it. And you've got a mate who swears by it. Like, that's... That's all he like. He comes around for a barbecue and he just brings a bag of bloody chicken thighs. Chucks them on. Yeah. That was, yeah, it was really, really good. We've got the barrel of beer. The guy sort of looked at us a bit funny when we ordered all that food and the barrel of beer. And then we proceeded to drink four litres of beer and eat all the chicken and potato mm. and finished it all. And the guy was very impressed. I think he was. Got a couple of nice sauces with it. We've got their spicy sauce, which wasn't very spicy. It wasn't like, spicy. really, really, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was spicy at all. For my taste, but it was good though. It was another again, actually had flavour to it. And then what was the other one? It was garlic soy. Soy garlic, yeah. Yeah, we, and that was actually really nice. Yeah, it was really that was really I could good. taste it the next day still though. <laughs> it, was, it was coming back up, <laughs> but it was no, it was really really good. Mm, chicken um, was yeah perfect. Sauces were great. Good service too. Great service. The guy was super friendly. Mm. Uh, again, he was very impressed. I think he said we were the only two people he'd ever seen drink a whole mm. barrel of beer to yeah. themselves. Look, I'm assuming usually when someone goes in on that, it's probably a group of at least four. Yeah, so a litre each, but two litres <clears> each between the two of us is pretty, pretty solid effort. It was. So then we uh, we finished up. And then what was it? It was Gun Bay Lager. I think it's actually like a house lager that they make. I'm not yeah. sure. But geez, it was good. It was really good. We actually got a sample of, because they had two tap beers and you can have one of the or the other in your uh, in your barrel. You could probably ask them to mix it, but that'd be horrible. Oh, that would. No, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> we're not making slurpees here <laughs> uh but they yeah they, they, they were really accommodating they even let us like taste the two beers before we tried them i think the other one was like an ale uh maybe pale like yeah a pale, a pale ale, ale. Yeah. and then this one was nah. the lager and we went we went with the lager Definitely the lager was, was lot, much better i don't think we would have made it through if we had got the pale ale no neither do i very hoppy yeah the lager sort of complemented the chicken very mm. well and it sort of just went down beautifully uh so we, we smashed that and then finished up left finished up left and we're like what do we do next yeah and i remember how, how did we find out that oh i messaged one of my other mates who was also in melbourne for metallica yeah oh so many people so <laughs> many people and i was like hey man oh, what are you guys doing and he was like oh we're at this place it's called globe alley i'm guessing it's meant to be like a play on words it's meant to be like globally I'm pretty sure the alley that it's in is called Globe Alley. Really? I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, well, even still, it does work that way. It's like Diagon Alley from Harry Potter. Diagonally. Sure. Yep. We'll go with that. These these word plays and puns are killing you, aren't they? Because I, I, I don't think either of those are right, but that's okay. Diagon Alley is meant to be diagonally. How does that work? Why? Because you travel in different ways. I don't know. Pretty sure it's been confirmed by J.K. Rowling. Yeah, but... You can't trust anything she says. JK. JK. Hashtag JK. <laughs> anyway, so we after we punched it into the old GPS and it said it was a nine minute walk. <laughs> it was like actually, Google Maps has ever said. Actually a 30 minute walk. 
we met some cool people on the way. We met that dude that gave us some directions and, and a fist bump. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He was like, yeah, man. We're like, mate, where is it? We've been wandering around. He's just like, oh, he's got to go. And he was spot on. So like, it, I was like, this place just stitched us up. But no, nah, he was good. I think he just looked like he just grabbed a kebab or something from somewhere, didn't he? Yeah, he was super friendly. And then we went in and tried to use the toilet somewhere and ran into, the, or ran into this nice guy. And he was, he was on his year 12 formal or something. I don't know. He was on something. Mm. And they were, they were out and they were all pretty wrecked, which was... They were. Fine. Good to see the young generation coming through good. That's good. Then we finally made our way there after asking a, a bouncer where it was. And he's like, it's, it's just there. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. He was the bouncer for... Yeah. For, for that place. <laughs> Again, another one of those little hidden gems. What you had to... Just did a door in the side of a building. You had to go up some stairs. I will say it was a pretty nice bar though. Like it was actually pretty nice in there. It was a nice bar. Yeah. Didn't feel scummy or anything like that. Got in there and uh, we ran into a lot of... People that we knew from Tassie. Yeah, apparently a lot of people there. I think what well, there was that one bloke who just came up to the bar. It's like, I don't know what to know. How many people are here from Tassie? Just thought, we're meant to see Metallica. And you got a bit of a cry back. Yeah, so it was some good time. Obviously, yeah, that's where we went to watch the Metallica tribute band. Mm, which is good. I don't know what their name was. I can't remember that. Unfortunately, I did not grab their name either. But they, they put on a good show. They put on a good show. I probably wouldn't say it was as good as the other tribute band we saw when we went and saw Metallica. Mm, which were good down here in Hobart. Down in Hobart, they were very good. But they, they still put on a, a fairly good show. Well, the show itself is good. What, at one point, I was just there, I think I was just talking to someone else that we knew there, and they just started pointing. I was like, oh, what's going on? The guitarist was bloody up on the bar. Yeah. Going, just shredding away. And I was like, whoa, look out. No, it was very, very cool. Getting to the bar was a mission and a half in itself. It was, it was quite busy. a busy lot water. of people in there. There was a lot of people. They, what did they say? They sold out a beam? They sold out a beam, they sold out a Coke, they sold out a Red Bull... They were just selling out of stuff. Mm. Probably well, that's not a cover charge. They knew everyone that was there yeah. that heard about it was just going to rock they up. They knew and... everyone was going to make... Mm. They were going to make their money back fairly quickly. But that was a lot of fun. I even got a... Yeah! Going. <laughs> and it was sort of echoed through the place. Everyone was sort of trying to do it. So that was fun. But that was cool. And then we ended up finishing up there once the once the band sort of petered out and had done their, their bit. Went for a walk and wandered back down to the Crown. Back at the Crown. That's all right. Small group of us though, which was all right. Yeah. I think uh, you tried to wander off with one of our friends to go to the karaoke bar that we'd seen earlier in the day. Yeah, but being a Tuesday night, they were closed. <laughs> they were closed. Um, Which... He was uh, quite dead set on singing um, Jets. Cold Hard Bitch. <laughs> yeah. He was uh, very adamant that was the song that he would be singing if he was... the karaoke bar had been open. Uh, and whilst you were doing that, I wouldn't play it a bit of a bit of roulette. Didn't do too bad. I won 50 bucks. I'm happy with that. Nice. That was pretty cool. And we went and sat in a little bar there and... Yeah, in the sports bar and just... Uh, they had some... Uh, that's what they did. They had some live music. Some, a yeah, cover band playing. Little, it was just like a little... Little acoustic duo. Yeah. And they were just playing some songs. Oh, I sort classics. of pointed, pointed out to one of our friends that they played... I think they played Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Mm. And I was like, if you're an acoustic duo, surely you'd pick something that's a bit better suited to acoustics because it's a bit more of a sort of a faster, sort of heavier sort of song out of their thing. I mean, there's other ones that you could pick that would have been more suited to acoustics like, uh, like Always or Better Roses or something like that. Yeah, potentially. But at the same time, they're playing, what, late night? What, they would have started at, what, 11 o'clock midnight in the Crown playing to a bunch of piss people. Yeah, they didn't play horses, though. No, no one ever plays horses anymore, and it really upsets me. It's pretty sad. Sad state of affairs, really. Yeah, so we had a few drinks there, and... Yeah, we were there for quite a while, until apparently I had to be cut off from the bar. Which I still don't understand, like, 
Yes, I was drunk. But I wasn't stumbling around the place, abusing everyone. No, you, you were but, very well behaved. We were both very well behaved. We were, considering, because we had to drink a fair bit that just night. Drink a lot. I think, because what, what the, the bartender told me, because I just brought a round for us. I think there were four of us there at this stage. So there's you and me and, and our mates. And I brought a round, of, a round for us also. Obviously, bought four drinks. Finished my drink, and then I just went to go back and buy myself a drink. And he's like, no, you can't have another one yet. You just bought four drinks. You're going to have to wait a little bit. And I was like, yes, I, I bought four drinks, but I only had one of them. It's not like I went there and just slammed down Smashed four down bloody four jammies drinks. and coke. So that was a little bit frustrating. I I didn't like his reasoning, I think. And then... <laughs> so then our mate tried to buy the round for us. And he's... The bloke just literally turned around and said, I'll serve you a drink, but not if any of these are for those two gentlemen over there. I was not and one of those gentlemen. You were not one of those. It was me. It yeah. It was me and our other mate. And yeah, that was it. So that, we were like, okay, we understand what's happening here. We shall leave. Then I left and we left and I, I had a bit of a DNM, bit of a, a bit of a deep chat with a, a lovely lady that we met on the way out, an older <laughs> lady. Uh, her name was Kate. She was a very nice lady. Oh, you actually, oh, you actually got a name? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We discussed her name at length because she said it's she was Kate with a C, and she was the original Kate, not Kate Blanchett, because she's obviously older than Kate Blanchett. No, oh, she's the original Kate. She's Thank the original you. Kate with a C. So we had a bit of a chat and a bit of a D&M. She gave me a hug. That was nice. And then we left, and then we ran So in. did you do that whilst I went back to the tables for a bit? Is that what was happening? Yeah, I think so. So I did go back to the tables a little bit, and then I think I pretty much just broke even, and was like, yeah, okay, I'm done here. Before I start... I'm done here. Yeah, before I lose everything, I'm just going to leave. Um, what did break? I came out fifty dollars. Fifty dollars that I've already won. I broke even back on the fifty and just left. And then we ran into one of the guys that was actually with Kate when we first ran into her. Polish guy. Oh, the Polish man. The Polish guy was See, awesome. Yeah, I definitely wasn't there when you met Kate then, so I hadn't seen him earlier. Yeah, so he was. He was there. He was a friend of Kate's, obviously. And then we, when I ran in, when I ran into him again, first of all, asked him if he was Italian, which could have gone really badly it in a friend of him. But he was cool. He was like, no, no, I'm Polish. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. And I told him the only two words I know in Polish. And that was, which is actually a lie, because I do know, I know three different things in Polish. But anyway, I just didn't think, I didn't remember the other one. But I told him, I said, I knew uh, Kultas and Pitchka. Any of our Polish people out there, sorry if I butchered that. But it basically means dick and pussy. And I'll tell um, you what, he, that Polish bloke loved it. Oh, he was almost beside himself laughing. He pissed himself laughing. It was great. Because I'm pretty sure that's not what he was expecting. I think he was expecting me to say, like, Jin Dobre or something like that, which is, like, hello, like a greeting. What are you um, doing? I didn't know you are bilingual. Right. I know little bits of a lot of different languages. <laughs> <laughs> not enough to probably carry me through if I got dumped in the middle of the country, <laughs> but enough to, like, say hello and, you know, say dick and pussy. Uh, <laughs> and, I mean, really, what else do what you else need to you know need when to you know. go to a foreign country? That's exactly right. So, it was really cool. And then we left and we made our way back to our hotel. No, the stopover at Macca's. Stopover at Macca's. Late night, Late drunken night. Macca's stopover. Did say to the lady, sorry, we're a little bit drunk, and she's like, yeah, I kind of noticed. Yeah, and we're like, oh. <laughs> but, I'll tell you what, it was actually some nice fresh Macca's. I was actually quite impressed. Really I made good. sure Madge knew before I walked out the door. I think she thought I was about to have a go at her, because she looked a little very hesitant when I came back up to the counter after we finished. She looked like she had a rough night. I think she had. That did seem to put a bit of a smile on her face. She was very pleased that I wasn't about to have a go at her and just thanked her for actually having some nice fresh food. It wasn't like old food just been sitting there all night that they served up to us. So I think she actually appreciated that. No, it was really good. Went back to the hotel. I'll let you actually lead the way this time. <laughs> yeah, look, my sense of direction isn't very good. Um, considering I think we were just only around the corner from the hotel, <laughs> it was, you know... It was a pretty safe bet. It was, it was a safe bet that I did actually know, because I, I do remember saying, it's like, Trent, 
I think I can actually get us back to the hotel from here. Can I have a go? And Trent let me lead the reins. I was very, I was very accommodating. And yeah, I, I did. I got us back safely. Safe and sound. Got back, uh, cranked a bit of music. I did. I don't know why, but I just really had to listen to Heaven is a Half Pipe by OPM. I just... I had to. Potentially you may have pissed off some of our some of our neighbours in the hotel, but it was just the one song. It was just the one song. It was realistically it was being played off a phone. It wasn't like we had a massive like Bluetooth speaker that we were cranking <laughs> yeah. it on. Had had a couple of hours sleep, got up. Oh got up and had to do the dash to the airport. Dash to the Whoa. airport. Seriously, travelling is the worst part of travelling. Like the actual journeying part where you get to like when you go and visit places and you go around, that's great. But the actual like trip there, like going through airports and going through all that shit is the worst part of travelling. I understand that. That makes sense. But it sounds fucking stupid. It does sound it's stupid. It's like, travelling is the worst part of travelling, but the journey... I was just like, what? That makes it's sense, about, but I don't journey, know how. Man. It's one of, those, one of those deep things, I guess. Mm. But yeah, we got back and I think we both had a bit of a little, little yeah. cheeky, cheeky got snooze. Got back, yeah. Had a bit of a bit of a power nap before we headed out to see... Greenspoon. Greenspoon. Mate. Tell you what, if there was a you know, if there was a way we were going to cap off this trip, I didn't expect it to be with Grinspoon, but holy shit! We should touch on the fact that I did mention before that, that fell apart and went back together again. That Based- is true. That is true. So what? Original planning stage. We already had. I think we we already purchased tickets for Metallica. Yeah. And Regurgitator. Regurgitator. Oh, I think... Well, we already had tickets for Metallica, though, and then I think we found out that Regurgitator were playing. Yeah. And so we got those tickets, and then at the same time we even got tickets, we knew that Grinspoon were playing, but we're like, well, we just bought Metallica, we just got Regurgitator. Probably just wait a second before we grab the Grinspoon tickets. Yeah, get them, like, next pay. Loads of money. Get them, like, next pay mm. or whatever. Sold out. Sold out. Well, within a couple of days. They, 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 they sold out gone. very quickly. So we... That was a dampener on the plans. We were like, oh, man, we're meant to see three bands. Oh, look, at least we can still go see Regurgitator and then Metallica. And then Metallica pulled out. It's like, oh, well... Now we're we can, down to one. We're down to one. But then my lovely wife found some tickets for sale. She did. Online. Someone, a friend of hers was selling because they couldn't go anymore. So she bought us two tickets and the green spoon was back on. The green spoon was back on and so happy it was too. Oh, what a show. It really was. It was amazing. Like they they were tight. Stage presence was awesome. Sound was absolutely great. Like I was actually listening to them. I actually listened to them again like the day after Thursday. I was like still feeling it. So I played them on and I was like, I actually think they were better live. Yeah. Like I actually do. Uh, they were very good. No, they were they were very, very good. It was probably good thing we didn't end up staying down in the mosh pit which was the original plan yeah no we're gonna get in there get amongst it i mean it was a sold out venue and wow so we ended up sitting up in the balcony which i think was the right call one because we weren't down this throng of people which we had a great view of which were quite rowdy and out of control and we got a really good view from up there as well i think it was uh some of the best seats in the house up there oh yeah but wow what a rowdy crowd wow there were crowd surfers galore yeah, full beer cans getting thrown yeah, into the mosh cans, pit. Yeah, beer cans, beer cups, everything just going up. I think one almost hit the ceiling and went so high. Another one almost came back and landed up in the back. Yeah, whoever threw that, like, consider like, putting that into a mm. sporting application. Because I mean, sorry, he was one of the guitarists. He did a bloody quick duck and missed one that was... The bass player, yeah. Yeah, missed, I don't missed, know if it was intentionally missed. aimed at him, but someone threw one and did a nice duck and... Avoid that, smashing him in the face. The security there were really good as well. They were really like they were pulling people off the off crowd. The crowd surfers, yeah. They were pulling them down into the thing, but they weren't they weren't like rough with them or anything like that. They were pulling them down. They're actually pretty gentle. Been getting they them actually down. were. They're like they were grabbing, pulling them down, basically give them a pat on the back, say, "Good on you, mate. You've done it. Don't do it again." Yeah, get back into there. And at then the same time, there was at least I was 
probably not 50, but there was quite a large number of people that did it over the course of the night. Yeah. And out of all of those, there's probably like probably three or four that did it multiple times. Yeah, a couple. And I, th- I think I think one of them that was, I think one of them may have actually been escorted out because he was like himself doing it over and over and over again. I think, he, uh, yeah, I think he sort of got a bit, a bit shirty with the, uh, mm. the bounce or the security as well. But no, I think it was, it was basically like, I mean, like up there from watching, it was basically like a rite of passage. Yeah. Like just doing it. Like most people were pretty good. They did it once. It's like, yeah, I did my crowd surf and then they were off. But yeah, wow, there was so many people. I mean, I think, is there a picture of the crowd up on Instagram? Not, I think not, so. a, not a full thing of the crowd, no. No, I might put one up actually. I think I might put one up of this one bloke who didn't crowd surf. He was like full standing up and being held up. At one point. Yeah, know? he was vertical on, on yeah, top it, of the crowd. Yeah, he wasn't crowd, he was just being held up, like just he was, standing on people's hands. He was crowd walking. Up. Yeah, I guess so. Crowd, sta- crowd standing. Crowd walking. Crowd standing. You know, he was like that for quite a while. But yeah, they were they were good. Yeah, my ears were ringing by the time we got out of there. It was very loud. <laughs> yeah, it was very loud. Didn't help that, I think, because we sat around the edge of the balcony and then realised that we're actually next to this Sorry. bloody massive speaker. Like, it was huge. I think it would have been, what, what would you say? At least five metres tall? Oh, no, nah, five metres is a bit of a stretch, isn't it? Four? Three? Yeah. Three. Three metres. Maybe at least three, to, somewhere between three and four metres tall, and like at least two metres wide. It was Huge. massive. And there was four of them on the stage. Yeah, there was like one in each corner of the stage, just blaring the music out. Not that I'm complaining, but yeah, ears did not appreciate the next no. day. Definitely a very good show, though. We'll be definitely seeing them again if they come back. Oh, hell yeah. Mm. get along and, and give them a bit more support because they were they were great but then that was sort of the conclusion of our of our trip we sort of took you home and then went and yeah it's right I got home and you know I think I went in and told my wife all about my great night and she was like fuck off I'm trying to sleep fair yeah and I was like but you gotta hear about it they were so amazing they were so amazing but no it was good that was good. That was a, it was a, it was a, it was a jam-packed four days. It was a jam-packed four days. We'll definitely have to do something like that again at some stage. I reckon so. Like, I mean, October October itself has been jam-packed, just the sheer number of bands that are performing around Australia at the moment. For the amount of money that we spent, really, if you think about it, we had a pretty good little run there. Oh, we did, definitely. been a while since I've done a nice trip like that, just got away and just had to worry, you know? Yeah. It was good. That was, it was a very good, very good time away. A lot of cool stuff was has sort of happened in between, and we'll definitely be probably doing another trip back to Melbourne. I think you and I both realised how much we actually loved Melbourne when we were there. Yeah, no, that was good. Melbourne was, uh, yeah, it's a good city. It is a good city. But yeah, that's that's it for our trip that we, the trip that it's was the, the, the week tri- that was the, the trip that was the four four days the week that was. Gurgitated were great. Melbourne was good. Still got to see Metallica cover band, so, you know, wasn't all wasted. And Grinspoon were amazing. So, yeah, can't really complain. Nah, I don't think so. I mean, it's so, we should be thanking Metallica, really. Without them at least booking the tour, none of this would have happened. Well, this is true. So, you know, we've still got that. And I guess, you know, hopefully uh, James Hetfield does... Sort, his, sort himself yeah, out. Yeah, and... gets the assistance he needs this time, because... Oh, it was only six months ago that he came out of rehab again, so hopefully he actually gets the assistance he needs this time. And he'll Sticks be with it. Back in better than ever. That's it. But as always, this yeah. has been Cold Popularity Podcast. You know where to follow us. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Tweets. The tweets. And even on our website, you can have a look at our stuff there as well. Coldofpopularity.com. Check it uh, out. But until next time you hear from us, cop that. <laughs>